0: Hello there, newcomer. Welcome to the Life Tips Podcast. My name is Nate, and I'm here to help you navigate through important situations that affect our everyday lives and provide a roadmap for you to make the best decisions in the future. The fun part is that each topic is unique to whatever you're going through. And it doesn't matter your youth, or gender. Everyone can benefit. So sit back, enjoy the ride, and let's discover how we can live our best life today. Enjoy. What's up world? Welcome back to Life Tips Season 2. Bear with me as I eat. And if you can't really hear me that well enough, it's likely because I have my AirPods in and I'm trying to have a little bit of extra privacy. But maybe that's not so bad of an idea. Extra privacy does come in handy at times. So, we are now halfway through. Eight episodes in. There's only a few more left, and then season two will be done. Can't believe this, but March actually starts next Sunday. So, this coming Sunday, March starts. Which means we will be in the final month of Life Tips Season 2, and we will be in a brand new month. So, I'm really excited about what is coming in the future, and I'm also excited about the many guests that are on board for season three of Life Tips. So, just a little teaser for later on. But yeah. Welcome back to Season 2. Wedding season picks back up in just mere days. And even though the love month is soon coming to a close, relationships are getting ready to pick up steam. So, single listeners, I hope you're ready. Because this brings me to the question of the episode, or at least the early part of this episode, what does it mean to be a great catch? In early January, I discovered that the girl I thought liked me back didn't feel the same way. She's just being nice, that's her personality. Since that time, multiple people have come forward saying what a great guy slash good person I am, and it comes to my mind that maybe there's likely someone on here that's dealing with self-doubt, self-esteem issues as they navigate the love world. So maybe, and hopefully, this episode will give hope and inspiration to you as you continue to listen in. Pardon me for about two minutes. A great catch, according to Google, is someone who is well-rounded, balanced, based on what it says, I, but based on what you think makes a good partner. If a few of your gal pals are saying you're a catch, and it's for the fellas, that's a really good sign. It means you meet the general standards that they have. See, this is why I Google stuff. You can always rely on Google to help you understand things that puzzle you. I also went to find an article on this subject as well. And I found something entitled, Nine Things That Make Someone A Total Catch. Now, this was based around a young lady that's a supposed good catch for a guy, but I was able to grasp the basic principles and concepts within the article. Here's most of what it said. Compassion, patience, emotional support, positivity, practicality, and logic. Awesome taste in terrible movies. And lastly, encouragement. There were two related to cooking and feminism that I ignored, but I got the basics of what the article was trying to say. So, yeah, at some point in your life, you have to move past high school, college mentalities and belief systems and actually believe that you are a good catch. See, the high school, college mentalities and belief systems are based over, are based off of, excuse me, labels. But when you're in the real world, it's just a matter of believing in yourself, believing in who God's created you to be, and just actually loving and adoring who you are, who you were created to be, and displaying that in your everyday life. See, all this good guy, nice guy, great guy, good friend stuff is crap, pretty much. It's useless after you reach a certain age. I'm less than eight months from turning 26. Gave you a glimpse of that last year not long after turning 25, but it's getting way, way, way more real now. Car, apartment, etc., that life is coming soon. What's even more real is people. That part of life is getting a lot more real. I'll explain that down below a little bit later. I'm not an extrovert anymore. And when I was younger, I was, but now I'm extremely balanced. I'm more of an ambivert now, an extrovert and introvert at the same time, pretty, pretty much. Which means sometimes you'll catch me actively putting myself out there. Sometimes you won't. Sometimes you'll catch me falling back and allowing other people's attractiveness to spark conversation slash interest, you know, all that jazz. But see, it's important to take things slow when it comes to this particular topic. Taking things slow, giving some time, that 100% works. It's a mentality that many people in their late 20s, early 30s have developed simply because they've been through the useless stages in their earlier years where they've rushed through things. (laughs) in other words they no longer have time to waste on meaningless people meaningless situations that's pretty much where I'm at right now see as of recently i've stepped up my game with my best friends and started being for them being there for them in person alongside being there for them through phone, social media, etc., etc. I'm even there for my mom a way more now than I was before, thus further proving that I'm pretty much a great catch, worth giving a shot. In fact, any young lady would be blessed to have me in their life because of the lengths that I'm willing to go to for them. I'm certain all my best friends and my bestie, and they would all give me glowing reviews. In fact, I was recently asked a question of how things would go should I actually entertain a relationship later on in 2020. And I think that I gave a pretty good answer to that question. So now let's move on into the life tips portion of the episode. Number one. Stop doubting yourself. The future is bright. I know this for a fact. Maybe maybe the person that's meant for you is right there in your midst, but you're blinded by the thought of another person. What this means is that you don't see who God has for you right there in your midst because you're over here thinking it'll happen Someday with someone else. Number two, when you believe that your future is bright, it opens the door to possibilities beyond your imagination. You know, there's a verse in scripture that says, "Life and death is in the power of the tongue." So, if you're speaking a positive future over yourself and believing God to show up on your behalf regarding your love story, then ultimately, you are ready especially if you're continuing to love on people and treat them the way that you'd want to be treated the experience just hasn't happened for you yet so continue to speak a positive future over yourself continue to believe god and have faith that your love story will manifest but also keep waiting because the experience hasn't happened for you yet. But just don't stop being who you are. Continue to, again, love on people and treat them right. Who knows? The woman or man that God has for you could be watching you live your life. You just can't see them. Number three, leave the past in the past. I know that's really hard to do, but... Treating your past experiences as learning lessons will let your future significant other know that you're not held down by your mistakes. Life tip four love and appreciate what and who you have. I do this all the time. All three of my best friends and my bestie, in order of the year that we met, they love me and they want. Nothing but the best for me. Becca, Raven, China, Gigi. Literally met them all in that order. Becca came first. Then Raven came next. Then China came after. Then Gigi last year. I love and appreciate them because they give back the same amount of effort that I put in. Doesn't just go for them, goes for church besties and, yeah, church besties for the most part, and the brotherhood, I have a brotherhood now, I've got two brothers that pour into me every other day. And so now that that is here to balance everything out, I don't have to always be in a situation where I'm talking to women 99% of the time, because there will be that balance. So pretty much. If you're surrounding yourself with people that reciprocate and give back the same amount of effort that you put in, why not shout them out? Why not let them know that you love and appreciate them? But if you're not connected to those types of people, I my mean, I suggestion to you is that you go and evaluate who is actually in that role and eliminate them if you have to. You always want the right types of people in your circle. You don't want to be surrounded by people that aren't going to invest to the same amount that you put into the relationship. Because that can easily ruin things in the dating spectrum later on. Speaking of that, the love month, as you remember me mentioning in the beginning of this podcast episode, the love month is coming to an end very quickly. We're only a couple days out from the end of February. But relationships are getting ready to pick up steam now that the weather is changing from winter to spring. But see, for some of you, there's a struggle with self-esteem happening internally right now. Now, there's a battle with yourself going on. This can easily prevent you from stepping into love and affection season with someone else, even if it's the person that God has for you to be with. Which brings me to life tip number five get into the real world and as far away as possible from the online one. See, part of the reason you don't value yourself is because you look at what other people's lives are like and you tell yourself that you should be somewhere else rather than where you are. Part of the reason you don't value yourself is because you're listening to people who think that your age determines where you should be in life. Don't listen to those types of people. Those types of people are just sharing their opinions Because they believe that age determines where you should be in life. No, that is absolutely not true. Times have changed. There are young people doing things that are for them and for their situation at My age, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. See, the thing about wedding season is that typically when you get married, you go off and live with your wife in a house. That's basically what happens after you get married. But see, some people believe and have this expectation that you need to be in the house, be in the apartment, you know, have all your ducks in a row way, way back before you get to the altar. That's not true. In my opinion, and with my perspective, the time that you should have all your ducks in a row, have everything in place, the car, the house or the apartment, all that stuff, and finances and order, all that stuff should be in place around engagement time. Because, like I said before, just a couple of seconds ago, after you get married, you all live in the house. But if you don't acquire that stuff until just before you get engaged, that's fine. At 21, between 21 and 30, if you don't have these things taken care of, that's absolutely fine. Times have changed. It's 2020. Don't listen to those types of people. Instead, form your own belief. Where do you feel like you should be right now? Where do you feel like you should be in the future? Write it down. Make a vision board. And be careful who you tell your stuff to. Because some people feel like their experience gives them the right or the pathway to tell you that what you're doing is wrong and that you you haven't arrived yet. No, those people are just simply fed up with their outdated mentalities and they're not going to change, but it's okay. With some people, you'll have differences of opinion, and you're not going to agree on everything. But comparing yourself to other people's lives is never a good thing. Comparing yourself to other people's lives because of the people that believe that age determines where you should be in life is never a good thing. because Even if you're not comparing yourself to other people's lives right now, or you're not wrapped up in how things look on social media versus how things look for you, even if you're not wrapped up in that, you can easily get wrapped up in that by listening to people that don't have the best mentality when it comes to the life process of Adulting. They may have good intentions. They may mean well, but it's all about respect. It's all about being on one accord and agreeing to disagree. Ultimately, if you can't agree to disagree and keep your opinions away from the actual belief of another person, then That says something about the type of person that you are. But again, don't listen to those types of people. And don't compare yourself to other people's lives. Especially not on social media. Instead, make every effort possible to get out and enjoy life. And when you're around people, try to keep your phone in your pocket or your purse until you absolutely need to use your phone. Give eye contact a try. Force yourself to be uncomfortable. If you can do this, I guarantee you there will be a change in how you see yourself. Final life tip for episode eight. 2020 is still new. And this is what I was coming back to from earlier. On Friday of this week, I will be stepping into the biggest part of my future when it comes to my job. For those of you who follow me on social media, you will find out what that is because my entire social media lineup from personal to business is all inspirational and motivational anyway. So even if I'm on my personal pages, I'm not really there to just be me. I'm there to be me, but I'm also there to inspire. But so you'll know when I'm inspiring versus when I'm just being me because you won't see my signature hashtag. But anyway, that, that update's coming on Friday. On Sunday, things are going to change drastically where I become a new level in home life and my social scenarios start to become an integral part of life. I'll be going to work from 10 to 5, primarily during weekdays, and then I'll basically be going out for a social move somewhere. Obviously, I'll still have church on Sundays and Bible study on Wednesdays, and I'll have church-related activities during each month when they get announced and scheduled. But most weekdays and weekends will be like this. Well, technically weeknights, because during the day I'll be at work. But most weeknights and weekends will pretty much be social move. Later on in 2020, my long overdue vehicle will finally be in my possession, which will give me the flexibility I need to make time for myself and friends. I'll even be able to do more things for family from time to time. But for the most part, I'll be traveling places. So for me, 2020 is still brand new. There's still things that are getting ready to happen and pop off and finally become reality to where at 26, 27, 28, that's the time period where friends become family and life becomes enjoyable. So that when you hit your 30s, it just becomes routine to enjoy life and have a blast all the time. That's what most people my friends in their 30s are doing right now anyway. I'm simply preparing myself for that point. So what I want to leave you with is that whatever you desire to accomplish in 2020 can still be done. All it takes is the right amount of determination and effort. Some things you may need a little bit of help with or a boost. Some things may take a little bit of time where it doesn't happen right away. But in the end, it's you that has to contend with the life you're living right now. And as long as we continue to live day by day, there is still time to achieve everything that's meant for you in this year. Including... Your love life. So, yeah, this has been a fantastic, fantastic love month. But February is pretty much coming to a close on Saturday. And so, all month. It's been love, 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 with the exception of episode seven from last week. Valentine's Day was two weeks ago. Hopefully you enjoyed it. And this is the love month. It's almost over. But that doesn't mean that you need to stop loving people. By all means, no. Continue to love even past February. For those who celebrated Black History Month, Black History Month is coming to an end. Hope you enjoyed Black History Month as well. But that's what I wanted to encourage you with this time. You're a great catch. Stop doubting yourself. The future is bright. Believing that the future is bright opens the door to possibilities beyond your imagination. Leave the past in the past. Love and appreciate the people that you have right now in your life. Get into the real world and get off the online one. The online one is fake anyway. And unless you're using social media for business purposes, it's not really a good place to live because it can easily mess up the one that you're supposed to be living in. And 2020 is still new. We're only two months in. March starts Sunday. We're about to hit another round of 31 days so whatever, whatever you do, I hope you've learned something from this love month and from these three episodes focused on romantic situations. Don't worry. Next Valentine's Day of 2021 I'll up the ante a little bit. But hopefully you learned something from the preparation process so that maybe you can change some things next year and do things differently. Don't stop loving. Don't stop loving. Love is the most powerful thing we have in this world. If you let love die... then that just means that the world that we live in right now is going to be a lot less positive and a lot more dreary. But when you continue to love and you continue to treat people right and you continue to invest and be vulnerable and give of yourself every single day and enjoy life and appreciate the people that are there and make the most of things for yourself, then the possibilities become almost limitless. That's it. You have my socials. Y'all know where to find me. I'll see y'all next week in episode nine. Peace.